This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good evening. Tonight we have something a little bit different. Um, we have a story by a new author I am going to be working with. And you can find a lot of his stories in his Patreon down below. I'll leave a link there. Um, and I also want to give my shout out to my Patreons. Um, Carrie, Rosemary and Scott. Um, thank you very much. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, my Patreon just involves content being putting up a little bit early. And some other additional content that I maybe don't find suitable for my channel such as blooper reels and also some personal things. So for anyone wanting to head on over there, I'll leave a link to that in the description as well. However, without further ado, let's get into the story. It was the 1960s and a hard time in American history. The Vietnam War was raging on and life as a university student was stressful enough with studies but even more so with continuous protests going on. It was autumn in New York and as a student studying at NYU, I did not have a lot of time to cherish the season this year. Normally I would love going to the park or visiting museums, but this year it was all about studying. This night, as I often did, I stayed late on campus in the library studying. It was not till I poked my head up from my books long after the sunset that I realised that it was so late when I looked around and found myself nearly alone in the library. I guess it's because I am from a big city, but I have never gotten used to being alone in places. Just not very comfortable with it. In New York, you are never alone, no matter where you are. I still lived at home with my parents in Flushing, Queens, which is about an hour by subway from NYU. I figured my mum would be worried if I did not get back soon. Last week I got home after midnight and my mother gave me a big Jewish guilt treatment. For those of you who are not Jewish, a Jewish mother knows very easily how to make their children feel guilty with the least amount of words. I did not want to hear it, so I wanted to get home a bit early. So I packed up my books and headed to the subway. As I stepped out of the library, the cool, crisp air of autumn filled my lungs and gave me a bit of energy. I did not rush as I enjoyed the walk to the subway station. Something you need to understand about New York is that no matter the time of day, there is always someone on the subway. There are always people doing things and living their life, no matter the time or day in New York. That's probably why people call New York the city that never sleeps. As I got to the subway station, I went down to the tracks and waited for my train to arrive. Like most New Yorkers, I learned to tune out others around me. It is typically considered safer to mind your own business, 
especially at night. Unfortunately, now looking back, I wish I had looked around just a bit more that night. Maybe I would have noticed that I was not the only one in that station. As I mentioned before, there are always people out at night, and to find an empty station is unusual. To find an empty train is nearly unheard of. I was reading a book as the train approached, and I guess, just out of sheer repetition, I just got onto the train without looking around or thinking. I was so engrossed in my book that I did not even realise that I got a seat so easily. As I continued reading, I heard the doors close and off we went. Now, I don't know how it is in all major cities in the world, but in New York we have local trains which stop at every station and you have express trains that skip stations depending on where it's going. That night I took the F train which was an express, so I did not think about it too much when the train did not seem to stop. That was until I looked up from my book. As I was reading, I realised something. Something you don't tend to hear living in New York. It was the sound of silence. I slowly lifted my nose out of my book and looked ahead before looking around the train car. It was empty. Empty of people and any signs that people had been on it recently. As a feeling of uncomfortableness went through me, I began to realise something else. The train was speeding up and we had not been stopping at any of the stops. Now I was getting freaked out. No people, no signs of life and a train that seemed to be speeding by stations every few seconds. I stood up, threw my book into my bag and slung it over my shoulder. I decided to change cars so I began walking to the front of the train. As I walked from the car to car, they were all empty. At this point my heart dropped as fear filled me, and what felt like forever, but in reality only a few minutes, I got to the front of the train. I ran straight for the door and started to yell for the conductor, but no one replied, so I began pounding on the door and still, no answer. To the right was the emergency brake card. I stepped over to it and with all my strength I pulled on it. Nothing. It was like pulling on the air. Nothing happened. I was terrified. At this point I gave in to my fear. I slid down for a moment against a pole and began to cry. I had no idea what was going on. I was on an out of control empty train. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I thought for a moment that it must be a nightmare, but alas, it wasn't. I gave myself a moment and then stood up. I knew that if I'm not dreaming then something must be going on and there must be a way off. I grabbed my bag and ran toward the back of the train. I was yelling out the whole time. Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? 
but as I went from car to car, I found no one. I finally made it to the last car. As I slid the door open, I saw what appeared to be someone sitting at the far back right corner. I felt both fearful and happy to see another person. I yelled out, Hello? No answer. I walked a bit past the door. As the door slid shut, I called again. Hello? Are you, are you okay? Still, no reply. I slowly walked closer, noticing that the person was not moving. When I got halfway through the car, I could tell that it looked like a typical bag lady. She had a brown or very dirty brown hooded coat on and a bag on her lap as she seemed to be moving a little. I continued to walk closer and said, Ma'am? Hello? Still nothing. As I slowly walked up to her, I could see that the movement I thought was her wasn't. She had what appeared to be a hundreds, if not thousands of bugs crawling all over her and her eyes were wide open. She was not moving. She was dead. I took two steps back and just then, she slumped over to her side and the bugs appeared to completely cover her face. It was then that I just felt like everything was over. I stayed in that car and went and sat down in the middle. I know it sounds weird, but I would rather be there with a dead body than in one of the cars all alone. As I sat there in the car with the dead woman and the train speeding so fast that the station seemed to go by in a blur, I put my bag down and just cried. I started to think about that day. I had wondered, did something happen to me? Was I already dead? Is this a, a train to somewhere? I had so much going through my mind, my parents, my brothers, my girlfriend. I thought about the things I would never do and places I would never see. As I was sitting there feeling as if this nightmare would never end, I was thrown from my seat as the train came to a sudden stop. I could see through the windows that we were not in the city anymore, and it was still dark out. I sat there waiting for something, anything to happen. It seemed like an eternity of complete silence after the train stopped. But then, in a moment, I heard the sound of hydraulics on the doors releasing, and the doors slid open. Without hesitation, I jumped from my seat and right out of the doors forgetting my bag and books on the seat next to me. As I hit the ground, I heard the door slam shut behind me. I rolled over just as the train began to move again. I could see inside the train, which was now full of people, all staring right at me as I stood up. As the train pulled away into the darkness, I caught the number. It was a BB train. It did appear that the train took me to the end of the line. Later I found out it was the Church Avenue yard. It's where many trains go after hours. I began walking and looking for a way out of the yard. As I was walking towards what appeared to be a security booth, a guard stopped me. He saw I was shaken up and he had me come and sit down. I told him the whole story of me studying late, getting on the train, it speeding up the dead lady and even the people looking at me as the train pulls away. 
You could see in his face that he thought I must be on drugs. I was not until the end that his face changed. I told him that I got the train number. He told me he will look it up and get to the bottom of it. He turned around to get a book as I told him the train was a BB train and you could see him freeze. He slowly turned back to me with a fearful expression. He said with a quiet voice, I believe you. He went on to tell me that this is not the first time he heard about situations with the BB trains. The issue is, the BB train line had not been in operation for years. Being so far from my home and not willing to take another train, he was kind enough to call me a taxi. It was a long time before I took a subway again, but I am always more careful now of making sure the one I go on to is not a BB train. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this written work, um, go and check out the author. I'll, like I said, I'll leave his Patreon link in the description. Um, yeah, go check him out. Um, it's got a lot of good work on there. Um, and yeah, I'll leave my Patreon link there as well. Um, and also would like to mention we have a live stream coming up on Saturday. Um, I'll leave the link for the trailer I made for it if you want to find out what time it is um, I've done some calculations I changed it from my time to American time, New York time um, so yeah I hope to see you all there, um, I know some of you won't be able to make it which is completely fine um, but yeah it'll be our 1k live stream in the woods at night so um, I look forward to it so I uh, hope you all have a pleasant night and I'll see you in the next one Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.